here is your host, Pastor Obi. Hello, welcome to Sunday service. Good evening. How have you been? I trust all is well with you. I trust that things are working out for you. How are you getting ready for the next month of June? Nice half year. Have you taken stock of what has happened from January to date? Look at your list, look at your goals, what God is working out for you and the things you set out to do at the beginning of the month or the year rather. Are you achieving them? Are you making progress? It's time to sit down and praise the things you've done and refire for the second half of the year. As you know, we're looking at Psalm 23 and it has been a beautiful experience. It has been an, an awesome journey so far. God is working out for our good. God is doing mighty works in our lives. And I'm excited, really, really excited about it. And um, last Sunday, we looked at verse 4 of Psalm 23. Um, he led me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of dark shadows, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me, the rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. So last week we looked at the dark shadows and I explained that. So please do catch up. Go listen to the podcast, go watch the video on YouTube, catch up on that. Because I'm going to go straight into the second half of that verse 4 because I have a lot to share with you. Now I showed you that that dark shadows is actually the original transcript of the Bible. The valley of the shadow of death, the death there, though, is a root word or part of the root word from which that dark shadows uh, was pulled out of from, it was not really the valley of the shadow of death that David was speaking about there. But let's even talk about death. I want to talk about death briefly in the next few minutes before I move on to the rod and thy staff. Because if we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall not fear. Say, I will fear no evil. He was so confident in God, being his shepherd, being his guide, being his protector, that even if he's going through the valley of the shadow of death, he will not fear. Fear is a killer. Fear is the absence of faith. Fear doesn't attract God. Faith attracts God. So I'm going to look at that in the next few minutes. Holy Spirit, I invite you. Speak to us this evening. Let your word bring comfort. Let your word bring peace in our souls this night. Holy Spirit, do a work in that sister's life that is listening to me. Do a work in her life. Bring comfort and peace. Comfort and peace, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, comfort and peace into our soul. Let the word you're going to speak to us this night cause a revolution. A revolution that kicks out fear permanently out from her soul. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Death. 
I'm going to give you some reasons, maybe four reasons, why a Christian should not fear that. I'm going to give you those reasons quickly so I can move into what we need to talk to, talk about, to speak about today. A Christian truly should not fear that. But I understand why, as a believer, sometimes we are afraid of death. And I'm going to tell you why I think you know, some Christians are afraid of death, or most Christians are afraid of death. It is because all our conscious life, we live the here on earth. In our consciousness, we know nothing else apart from our life here on earth. So that thought of being separated from this life that we know to a life we don't know, that we have no experience of, somewhat brings fear, instills fear in us, and it is understandable. But there's something else I know. I know that knowledge and information can kick out fear. If you've listened to me I, earlier, I said that fear is the opposite of faith. Now, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And I also know that fear comes in the absence of God's word. So the presence of God's word brings faith. The absence of God's word brings fear fear. So that I'm going to bring you God's word today and I'm going to trust God and believe God that the entrance of his word will remove the fear of death from a believer. Because the truth is a believer should not be afraid of death. And the first reason I'm going to give you is that death for a Christian, it's not an accident. It is an incident. I'll say that again. Death for a Christian is not an accident. It is an incident. And the kind of incident that death for a Christian is, is a glorious incident. That is why Christians that understand this look forward to death. I'm going to say this, the death of a young Christian shouldn't be sad. The death of an old Christian shouldn't be sad. Because whether the Christian is young or the Christian is old, death for a Christian is translation. It is not the end. Listen, death for a Christian is actually the beginning. <laughs> oh, Mashekos Faradalatos, Reprakata Pastor, what do you mean that death for a Christian is the beginning? That is the truth. Everything we are doing here on earth is preparation for the Christian's beginning. <laughs> so everything we are doing here on earth, this moment here on earth, you are actually preparing for the beginning. So, Pastor, the beginning of what? We were told clearly in the scriptures that if we suffer with God here on earth in our preparation 
We are going to reign with Him. When are we going to reign with Him? We're going to reign with Christ when Christ comes back as a king. The first coming of Jesus Christ, He didn't come as a king. He didn't come as a lion of the tribe of Judah, though He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The first coming of Christ, Jesus came as a lamb. Why? His first coming was for sacrifice for our sins. So he can open this door to humanity for those that believe in him to walk in <laughs> and become sons of God. And being the son of God kickstarts our preparation to reigning with Christ. What you fear, and I'm using that word loosely, a believer is not death. What a believer should be afraid of is walking the walk, is making sure he's fully prepared for that translation. And what do I mean by that? The only thing a Christian should fear is, or ask himself always whenever he wakes up is, am I doing the work I need to do? Am I fulfilling my purpose here on earth? Am I <laughs> doing all the things that God predestined before I was born here on earth to do? Am I accomplishing it? And if the answer is no, then you should not be comfortable. That is the only time a believer should be afraid of death. But don't be afraid of death, but be restless if you are not fulfilling the reason why you are alive here on earth. And why I said that if a Christian dies young, that it is not bad, is because our Lord Jesus Christ died young. Now, would you say that Jesus died prematurely? No, he didn't. Why didn't he? Because he fulfilled the reason why he came. And what was the reason why he came? To be a lamb for sacrifice. So he became that lamb for sacrifice at the age of 33. That is pretty young. And he died. But his death was not sad. His death was not premature. His death was glorious. So a Christian can die young. And it will be beautiful. A Christian can die old. And it will be beautiful as well. The only problem, even if the Christian dies old, is it did that old Christian fulfill the reason why she or he was born on earth? And if it didn't, but if it did at whatever age, fantastic, beautiful, awesome. So, Pastor, you're saying that the scripture and the Bible that promised us long life then should not suffice in this case. Don't get me wrong. The Bible promised us long life. And I have the right to long life if I choose it. So the, 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 what did I say? The choice to live long or not actually should rest on the believer. Have you ever listened to Paul?
that he wants to go. But he said, why I don't want to go yet? Or what is holding me back yet <laughs> from going? It's just you guys. But he was ready to go. He was itching to go. Hallelujah. He was itching to go. And that is what I'm talking about. We should not be afraid of death if you have fulfilled your purpose. And you'll be listening to me and be like, oh, I'm old. I'm not sure if I fulfill my purpose or not. Beautiful. Moses commenced the reason why he was born. Commenced the reason why he was saved and he was not killed as a baby at the age of 80. Abraham received the promise at 99, 100 years. And then he fully received that child that was promised him. So you are old. Just ask the Holy Spirit, what should I do? And while you are asking the Holy Spirit what you need to do, or the reason why you are sent here, become an intercessor. In the place of intercession, the Lord will speak to you. So don't just fold your hand. Don't watch TV all day. Give hours to prayers. Give hours to seeking God's face. Intercede for the nation. Intercede for the preachers. Intercede for the missionaries, those doing the work. That intercession in its own is already a ministry that you are fulfilling. And there will be a crown inherited for you when you arrive. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54, that at death, our rapture, we will put off this body and take up another body. Isn't that beautiful? This body is so... <laughs> susceptible to pain, to sickness, to disease. It's decaying every day. See, I'm, I'm getting all wrinkled up. It's, it's decaying. The Bible says it's decaying. But your inner man, which is your spirit and soul, is getting renewed every day. So you look forward to putting off this body and taking up one <laughs> that will never decay. It is with that body that we're going to rule with Christ forever and ever. Order You Must Forgive ebook right now on Amazon for Kindle, Apple Books and PastorRoby.com. The paperback book is available on Amazon. You can listen to the audiobook on Audible and PastorRoby.com. Pastor Roby will love to hear from you. Subscribe to his blog at www.pastorroby.com. Search for Pastor C.O.B. on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Amen.